Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're going down, down, down. Down, down, down. Down, down, down. What I do. Down, down. This is Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, and welcome once again to a late edition of episode 156 of the WWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. And once again, humble apologies there, folks, as of course, uh, once again, uh, I guess the, uh, a little bit of remnants of the heat kind of, kind of gets to you sometimes, and things things do happen, and I do apologize for that, but we will, of course, do our best to have a full hour show here this evening, as we always do. Joining me on here right now, of course, the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, uh, JD, the 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, Every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com. The human surplus machine, John Gross, should be coming on momentarily. But we also have a little extra added guest here, folks. A 2018 WWS Hall of Famer. He is also he is the rattlesnake, Adele Patel. We do welcome him on as well, too. So, Adele, welcome. Um, <clears throat> as we go ahead and get things underway here, of course, tonight we will bring you, of course, our uh, news courtesy of 411 uh, tidbits here, of course, in the world of pop culture here from 411mania.com. Plus, JD will be bringing us our wrestling, uh, wrestling. Uh, sports headlines and also, of course, uh, box office report as well. Plus, we'll get some insight here from John when he comes on and Anil, if he likes to leave any, any thoughts and opinions as well. Uh, JD, welcome to 4156, sir, of Outside the Ropes. Good to have you here. Good to be here. And if you care to join us here, ladies and gentlemen, for tonight's edition of Outside the Ropes, please feel free to give us a call here at 1 605 562 0444, call ID 141 pound, and press that 1v1 chime in on everything that we have to talk about here, and then some, of course, on Outside the Ropes number 156. Now, let's see what we have here, of course, in. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, it might be like I said, two or three, two or three uh, stories here, folks. Uh, mm, let me see here. Uh, 
This is one story that, of course, um, that uh, I did hear about here just recently, and um, I definitely got to read on this one here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas of 411 Mania, which, by the way, we do allow, we do thank them for allowing us in the WWS Radio Network to read our stories on all of our shows here each and every night, of course, including Out South Brooks, Raw Radio, Power Hour, Revolution, and Wolfpack. We do thank them. We do thank them for doing so indeed. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us our first story here as Matt Reeves apparently confirms that Robert Pattinson has been cast as Batman. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. The Batman director, uh, Matt Reeves, appears to have confirmed reports that Robert Pattinson is in the new Dark Knight. Reeves posted to Twitter, of course, right um, it's on this page, uh, share, sharing a GIF. Pattinson in 2017 drama Good Times with a trio of uh, bat e- emojis. Let's try to pronounce that. Hmm. that. That was posted, of course, uh, back on the third here at 1.45 a.m. One of approved Pattinson to play the lead role in Reeves' film, which is set to begin production later this year or in er- early in 2020. The film is described as a point-of-view-driven noir Batman tale that's set during Bruce Wayne's younger years. Uh, JD, what's uh, your take here about this young man? We remember him from, of course, Twilight and everything. Is he a good fit to play Batman? Do we need another Batman? I mean, they just won't let it die and let it go away, will they? I mean, you got Christian Bale, who was pretty good. Clooney was eh, all right, at best. I mean, Falcon was not that great, I thought. Michael Keane was still the best, and then you have the original Adam West. I mean, just let it go. Seriously. Let it go. Uh, yeah. But uh, I guess he won't try to keep, to keep, to keep the spirit of him alive, I guess. I mean, that's probably why they're possibly doing it. But but you raise a, you ra- you raise a very valid point, indeed. Very valid point, indeed. Uh, let's see here. One more to go here, and then... <clears throat> And I believe that's how we're, I'm going to probably be bringing you here for tonight here, folks. Uh, let me see here. Let's see here. No, 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 no. Uh, hmm, okay. This, this sounds nice. Okay. Let's bring you this right here. This story came out yesterday from Jeffrey Harris, but this is a pretty good read right here. As Jurassic World Camp. Cretaceous animated series will arrive on Netflix uh, next year. Uh, talk about another franchise here. Very interesting there indeed. Um, if I can get it pulled up here, I'll bring you the story here. Okay. A new Jurassic Park animated series is coming to Netflix next year. DreamWorks Animation and Netflix officially announced today, uh, actually announced this yesterday. The new upcoming animated series, Jurassic World Camp, Camp Cretaceous. That's how you pronounce it. The show debuts on Netflix next year. Of course, there's a, a teaser trailer, of course, down here on the page if you want to take a look at it. The new animated TV series being executive produced by Steven Spielberg, Frank Marshall, Colin Trevorrow, Scott Kramer, and Lane LaRosse, uh, with uh, uh Kramer and uh, Luaz serve as the show runners. Zach Stentz will be working on the show as a consulting producer. 
A new TV series is set to be set against the timeline of the 2015 movie Jurassic World. The show, of course, is based on the billion-dollar film franchise from Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment. Here's a quick synopsis. Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous follows a group of six teenagers chosen for a once-in-a-lifetime experience in a new adventure camp on the opposite side of Isla Nublar. But when dinosaurs wreak havoc across the island, the campers are stranded, unable to reach the outside world. They'll need to go from strangers to friends and fa- to friends to family if they're going to survive. After NBC Universal's acquisition of DreamWorks Animation, DWA and Netflix expanded their relationship to include first looks at animated shows based on Universal properties and original and acquired uh, IP DWA uh, uh, as a number of other shows that will debut on the streaming uh, service this year, including Archibald's Next Big Thing from executive producer Tony Hale and an animated series based on Fast and Furious. Oh, boy. Uh, JD, um, an animated series based on uh, part of the Jurassic Park franchise. Will it be a success? We'll see. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all we're going to bring you here. That's all I'm able to bring you here this evening here, folks. Let's go ahead and get right into the, of course, the, to the Iceman here as he brings you, of course, your uh, box office report and also the sports update here. JD, please go ahead. Okay. As far as the box office report goes, here's what we got. Godzilla King of the Monsters was definitely the king at the box office this week, knocking off last week's top movie, How Aladdin, with $47.7 million. On a budget of $170 million, however, it enters its second week with some stiff competition. Aladdin, last week's number one movie, however, dropped the second, however, with $42.8 million, but so far has made $185.5 million on a budget of $180 million in just two weeks' time. Rocket Man, the Elton John movie, which got mixed reviews to somewhat positive reviews, debuted in third. Excuse me, with 25.7 million on a budget of 40 million dollars. The creepy, intense thriller Ma, starring Howard Octavia Spencer, however, on a budget of only five million, debuted in fourth with 18 million dollars. John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, meanwhile, however, fell to three spots this week to third, fifth place, however and finished with $11 million. In three weeks' time, it has already made $125.7 million. Now, this week, however, we've got some good movies to watch out for you all, however, including the following, however. The Fall of the American Empire, however. A shy and insecure truck driver accidentally arrives on the scene of a major crime and happens to pick up two bags of cash and hides them in his truck. Through an interrogation of two tough police detectives, however, mind you, isn't enough. The guy who has a doctor's degree in philosophy, which makes his mind mingle with remorse, must find a way to get rid of this dirty money. Only the help of a prostitute and a former biker who come out of jail might help him out of trouble, especially that a gang leader is very weary to get his cash back or kill whoever is responsible for this mess. However, even the two bumbling detectives are monitoring the case as well. Meanwhile, The Gangster, The Cop, and The Devil, however, a remake of a South Korean film, The Gangster, The Cop, and The Devil, about a crime boss who teams up with a cop to track down a serial killer, is out this week. Meanwhile, Danny Glover and Jimmy Fale star in The Last Black Man in San Francisco, a young man searching for home and the changing tenant that seems to have left them behind. Meanwhile, Pavarotti is out this week, directed by Ron Howard, however, starring Spike Lee, Luciano Pavarotti, Princess Diana, and Phil Donahue. I like... Look at the life and work of opera legend Luciano Pavarotti. 
late night, starring Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling and John Lithgow, star about a late night talk show host suspecting that she may soon lose her long-running series show from her boss, however, who might fire her. Can she save her show and her job? We'll see. Dark Phoenix, Howard, starring James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and Jennifer Lawrence, Howard, star Jean Grey beginning to develop incredible powers of corrupt internal life into a Dark Phoenix. Now the X-Men will have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than all the people living in the world. And finally, the family call me The Secret Life of Pets 2 Return, starring Harrison Ford, Eric Stone Street, Baron O'Neill's Cam from the Modern Family TV show, Kevin Hart, and Patton Oswalt. Continuing the story of Max and his good friends, Howard, following their secret lives after their own leave them for work or for school each day, Howard, this should definitely be a big hit with fans around the country this week. In sports, meanwhile, Howard, it has been a crazy, crazy day, however, to say the least, however, mind you. In fact, however, coming up tonight, however, we have Game 3 of the NBA Finals going on at Golden State, however, as it will be Toronto and Golden State at the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California tonight with the series tied at 1-1, however. Meanwhile, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, however, Game 5 of that series will resume tomorrow night, however, with the question mark, however, mind you, saying that apparently, however, that Zendo Chara may or may not play after apparently injuring himself in Game Number 4. Right now, however, the Bruins have not said whether or not the 6-9 defenseman will play after suffering a broken jaw after being hit in the puck with the deflected puck in the second period of Monday night's game. But right now, he is questionable going into tomorrow night's Game Number 5. And in other sports news, however, as we will talk more about it on Revolution tonight and on the Wrestling Debate Show, however, the WWE will be having their Super Showdown pay-per-view in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, this coming Friday afternoon. Bell time is set for 2 p.m., 8 o'clock Saudi Arabia time. With nine matches on the card and a four-hour show set, however, it will be interesting to see what happens, however, but we will definitely... Sorry about that. We will definitely keep you up to date with that, however. But we can tell you right now, it's going to be very interesting to see what will be happening, however, coming up, of course, however, with that show this Friday night. Thank you very, thank you very much, here, JD. Of course, for uh, <clears throat> thank you very much for for your for your uh, uh, sports update as well as the box office uh, stuff here as well. Um, and I do see that the rattlesnake and Neil Patel had to leave us suddenly, but uh, he just came on to just uh, give us a quick hello. I do, however, think we have somebody else coming on. I'll bring him in here in just a couple of moments. Uh, but we do thank you, of course, JD, for, like I said, the box office support and sports update there to, today. And uh, we're going to have some interesting stuff take place, of course, tonight on uh, Revolution here indeed. And we'll talk more about that here in just a couple of moments. In the meantime, let's go ahead and bring you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 141-387-POUND. This is episode 156 of W7US Outside the Ropes for Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. Mr. W7US, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo on the line here with you. Uh, we may have someone coming on in here in just a couple minutes, and I will be bringing them on here, of course, momentarily. Uh, coming up here, of course, at, at, as JD did mention, the rest of the debate coming up here at eight o'clock. Uh, one, one, <clears throat> I'll say it in a minute. One three nine nine two five pound. We of course will be having <clears throat> our, our thoughts and opinions, of course, on everything from Raw and SmackDown to, of course, the uh, NXT show this past Saturday. Of course, some talk about Super Showdown coming up this Friday. 
and also, of course, some other big time points of interest there too. So be sure to listen in on that coming up here, coming up here in about uh, a little less than an hour. Right, we'll talk to you, of course, call ID one three nine nine two five pound. I will also be back on with Revolution coming up at nine o'clock uh, <clears throat> from nine to eleven one three eight zero five five pound. Our live video feed will be will be from, of course, uh, <clears throat> Lucha Underground. Lucha U.S. Ultimate Underground. I'll say it in a minute. Those my apologies there. Luber <laughs> time. Yeah, note that down. Thank you very much. Uh, Lucha U.S. Ultimate Underground. As of course we'll be talking about, or of course, news and views, history and birthdays, and also, uh, of course, our thoughts about SmackDown from the, from last night, and of course, the impact it will, of course, obviously, will have on this coming Friday's Super Showdown show. Oh, so and they have announced now there is another match, however, for this week. It will be the Usos and the Revival once again fighting each other, however, on the kickoff show. So we have now officially ten matches for Super Showdown officially. Um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, as JD just now mentioned here, of course, another match added on to Super Showdown, um, and of course we'll be we'll be we'll be tacking that on here, of course, as part of our as part of our as part of our uh, excuse me, as my tongue is tied up, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh, that's the first time that's happened. Uh, <clears throat> we'll be of course be tacking that to the nine matches already listed for this this coming Friday's event. And of course, an opportunity for everyone here, of course, who's going to be involved in our prediction title challenge, to of course give their thoughts and opinions here about who is going to win each matchup, so that way they can earn points towards picking up our trivia championships. And we have some, and I will go ahead and give an insight here. Uh, we have a lot. We have some interesting <clears throat> championship belts up for grabs here, of course. Um, this go around here, and I will give that out here. But before, but but before we um, before we do so, I do believe someone has been waiting ever so patiently uh, here, and I do believe that we all know who this is. <clears throat> it is the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Here, John is the first 2016 WWUS Hall of Famer, and also, of course, another part of our team for Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoe.com. John, we welcome. Uh, welcome you, sir, to 156 of Outside Books. Hello. Thank you very much, uh, John. But of course, the belts. Ladies, let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and emphasize about what the belts are. And of course, JD and John are the first ones to hear it here, and everyone else out here as well are the first ones to hear it here. As far as, of course, what belts will be up for grabs here, <clears throat> as of course they both they'll be wetting their whistles here, folks. For this coming Friday's prediction title challenge, uh, uh, I will say eight of the ten belts are WCWS belts. I'll go ahead and name those first. <clears throat> they are as follows: the Fusion Nova Mixed Style Ultra J, the World Minis, MITB or Money in the Bank, Collar and Elbow, and Middleweight. Championship belts, <clears throat> and as for the other two, the XWF US Cruiserweight Championship and the Impact US Next Gen Championship will be up for grabs here in, during our prediction title challenge 
this weekend. And we'll do some more talking about that, of course, on Friday's edition of Revolution as we review all, of course, the matches that will take place. <clears throat> that did take place, of course, um, just coming up coming up on Friday, of course, with the start time, of course, at 2 o'clock this at 2 o'clock Friday afternoon. So we'll do this more talking in on that here. <clears throat> so that'll be a good one there indeed. And by Friday night, we'll know what happened. That's what I'm going to say. Well, we'll, we'll, we're going to review, ladies and gentlemen, all that took place at Super Showdown as well. Um, And I'll be keeping up with that here, of course, that way, as far as letting our our folks know. I can tell you officially that J.D. and John and Fonzie, I believe on Monday, did actually throw their name in the hat for this. Uh, Just earlier, uh, just, uh, I think, Yesterday, at some time, I do believe the Empress and Marie Rickenbach has thrown his name into it. Earlier today, the Black, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dots threw her name into it. Uh, she did tell us, however, that her son, of course, the next big thing, Caleb Dots, uh, is this time around not going to be able to do it. However, we're going to do it just like we've done with everybody else here that who does not get an opportunity to make predictions. Whoever does not get to do since he's not going to be, be able to do it this go around. Whichever championship belt is left after everyone has chosen theirs after all this is over with, he is going to get the Caleb will get the last belt. <laughs> that's only fifth. That's only fifth. We will do that indeed. And, and, and John is breathing funny. I'm not sure what he's going to <clears throat> but he is breathing funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pick on you a little bit, John. Yeah, pick on you a little bit. Uh, well, like I said, gentlemen, we've got about uh, we got about a few minutes here. Um, if uh, if you are um, if you are up for it here, I say, how about we um, let's see here. Uh, and don't forget about my dominating performance I did on my NXT predict on the NXT prediction. Yes, you did. You did very well. He did yeah. very, very well. <laughs> yes, indeed. And of course, he got he did some. Uh, he actually picked up, uh, of course, like I said, the debut of the uh, NX of the AEWS World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, picking that out here. Uh, of course, JD, John, and Fonzie are the only three that have been able to choose that up so far. And hopefully, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and start working on getting predictions for uh, getting everybody solved as to. Um, as far as, of course, getting everybody else's uh, belts up here as well, so we'll we'll uh, we'll 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 take care of that here. Of course, hopefully here this coming week. <clears throat> hmm. okay, All right. All right. In the meantime, here, guys, I say let's go ahead and we'll finish off the evening with a little movie trivia. How's that sound here? Kevin? All right. Okay. JD, you game ready. And JD, I said game. I didn't say gay. I said game. <laughs> All right, JD, we'll start with you here then on the very first question here. I'm ready was, to go. Oh, John. Oh, John's always ready. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, JD, what was Spencer Tracy's and Catherine, Catherine Hepburn's first film in 1942? The Philadelphia Story? The Woman of the Year. Uh, uh, okay, uh, John, here is your question. Okay. What, what comedy ended with a final... Okay, I'll have to wait a second. 
Okay. What the well, hell? What? I don't know. Not me. I didn't hear anything. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay, anyway, oh, it was John. Shaq here. Yelling. It was Shaq yelling. There, guys. Tell me. Oh, well, 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 tell Shaq to shut up. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, I'm just, just joking. John, here's your question. What comedy ended with the following line? Listen very carefully. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I try on your yellow dress? Don't know. JD, you want to take a crack at it? What's the question again? What comedy ended with the following line? Hey, can I try on your yellow dress? Okay, that's that, oh, that sounds. I, okay, I've heard of this one. Uh, Monty Python? That's a good answer. The answer is Tootsie. That's right. I should have known that. Darn it. Why didn't I know that? All right, J.D., your, uh, JD here is here's your question. What is the name of the dog owned by Nick and Nora Charles in The Thin Man? Oh, I just heard this recently. I should know this, and I'm going to probably get this wrong on Buttercup. I know I'm going to get it wrong. Um, and that's, a good, that's a good guess. The answer is... Asta. I guess that's how you pronounce it. A-S-T-A. Okay, John. What character did Mel Gibson play in the movie Braveheart? William Wallace. You got it. It won't take my freedom. <laughs> Fam- famous quote of all time. Yes. I agree. I agree indeed. Okay, uh, uh, J.D., Gene Hackman received an Oscar for his portrayal of the Sheriff of Big Whiskey in what movie? Unforgiven. Got it right. Unforgiven. Okay, John, what book does Forrest Gump keep in his suitcase? Curious George. Got it. Excuse me. Curious George is right. All right, uh, J.D., what is Joy Adamson's lion, cl- lion cub called in the movie Born Free? Elsa. You got it. That's that it. You, John Wayne. Okay. All right. Me? All right, John. What is the name of Kurt Russell's character in Escape from New York? And John, I don't know if you heard or not. How are I? Nick Pliskin. And John, I don't know if you heard me earlier. I told Chad, as you, you probably heard me as I was you were coming on, they announced another match for the Super Showdown. The Usos. Oh yeah, 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 just, yeah. I heard it because because you guys because you guys muted me and I and I I, I heard it. I, I'm not surprised. 
haven't now, I haven't added ground yet. So. I I just I just have and I've said this all along, I have a very, very, very bad feeling about this show. I really do. And like I said, I'm gonna make my predictions tomorrow. Okay, so I'll do mine tomorrow. Too. Yeah, well, I, well, obviously, obviously, for, obviously, tomorrow everybody's gonna be trying to get them in here. So, um, so a lot of people have been known, been told on Facebook and here on our shows here to get their predictions in if they want to be a huge part of this prediction title challenge here. And of course, we'll hopefully hear a whole lot. You never more know. I might, ch- I might change my mind between now and then. You never know, guys. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, uh, JD. What movie did Hugh Grant play the role of the British Prime Minister? Love Actually. No, what was the name of the movie, JD? I don't know. I don't care about Love Actually. Not. You're right. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Listen very quickly. What the heck? Okay, John. Who was the first non-British act? To perform a James Bond movie theme song. All right, question again. Who was the first non-British act to perform a James Bond movie theme song? Um, don't know. JD, do you want to take a guess? What's the question again? Okay, the question: Who was the who was the first non-British act to perform a James Bond movie theme song? Uh, Shirley Basie. That's a good answer. Believe it or not, we believe it's the daughter of the chairman of the board himself, uh, Nancy Sinatra, you, for You Only Live Twice. Oh, man, I should have known that. Okay, well, we got, what? I didn't, I, John, I didn't hear you. What's that now? No, I was just, no, we were, I was saying what the answer was. Oh, okay. In, in, the answer, by the way, like I said, was Nancy Sinatra for the movie You Only Live Twice. Oh. She's Frank Sinatra's daughter, I believe. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, J.D., I think it's your turn here. Um, J.D., what character sang When You Wish Upon a Star in Disney's Pinocchio? Jimmy Cricket? Got it. Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Okay. Uh, John, The Windmills of Your Mind is the theme song for what 1968 film? Now, you say the 1968 film? Yes, 
All right, back guys. Um. Michael Legend. That's a good. That's a good answer. That's a good guess. The answer is the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh. All right. Let's see if JD's made it back on here. JD, are you back with us? Oh, oh JD, Lord, you that's it. All right, John, since JD still hasn't gotten back here yet, well, we're going to give you another opportunity here. Um, okay. In Home Alone, what is the first Home Alone. name? Yes. What is the name of Macaulay Culkin's character? What was the first name of his character in, in Home Alone? Okay. Uh, Kevin McAllister. Kevin or Kevin? Uh, that's correct. All right. JD, are you back with us? <clears throat> uh, no, he's not back yet. JD, John, you get another free shot here. That's so. Um, John, what is the name of Jeff Bridges' character in the movie The Big Lebowski? Okay. Jeff Bridges, The Big Lebowski. Jeff. Yeah. I will accept that or the dude. Do or or Jeff Lebowski. Yeah, so. All right, there you go. You got it there, John. All right, uh, JD, are you back with us? Oh, JD. No, he's not back yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, John, you get another one right here, but John, okay. the, Olymp the Olympics. Depicted in the movie Chariots of Fire, took place in what year? Ah, uh, I passed. All right, JD's not back on here. I'll go ahead and give him this question here. JD was muted. Nineteen twenty-four. He's got it. So, uh. I that, think we, that uh, was fast. Yeah, Jay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how. I didn't. Know I was on the first time, Howard. You just didn't unmute me, Howard. Okay, my apologies. I didn't. Well, I thought, I thought it was. I thought you were still on. I didn't know you had left. I, mean, I left for a second okay. and then came back. Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know you. Okay. Well, we owe, we're going to get John. We're going to give him the next two, and then we'll come back here too. But so we owe you two. Okay. JD. Okay, All JD. Right. Here's your. What's the question again? Who played Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Robert Elm Street Robert Ingram. Film? Robert Ingram. Robert Ingram. Robert Ingram. Robert Ingram. 
Roberts, and the second one here for you, J.D. Lee Marvin won the Best Actor Oscar for what 1965 film? That's Balu. Got it. That's it. All right, right, John, this is back to you, sir. Okay, here we go. Okay. John, what actor is Stung, S-T-U-N-G, in the movie The Sting, S-T-I-N-G? Um, Robert Redford? Ooh, close. Very close. Robert Shaw. Very close. J.D., what is the only opportunity... Redford was Sonny Hooker in the movie. Oh, okay. J.D., what was the only movie Alfred Hitchcock ever made? Hold on. Crap. I'll say it straight in a minute. What is the only movie Alfred Hitchcock made twice? Arctic or Psycho? That's a good answer. The answer is The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1934 mm-hmm. and 1956. I know the Psycho for sure. 1934 and 1956 is when those were made. That's right. That's right. I should have known that one. Yep. You're right. You're right. Damn it. Why didn't I know that? Well, I'm just reading this here. I'm not. Down the uh, give me one second here while uh, let's see. here we go. Uh, John, who is Melanie Griffith's mother? John is, is thinking about that one for just a second here. Tippy Hedren. Got it right. Hippie Hedren. That's right. Star of, and speaking of Alfred Hitchcock, she was the star of the movie The Birds. The Birds, yeah. And of course, that one, believe it or not, was starring Stone Cold Steve Austin, who gave a lot of birds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Give me a, if you want to see me uh, flip any birds, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the only way Stone Cold can get rid of all those birds for you is that he, he stuns every single one of them. There you go. Yeah, okay. Uh, give me just a second here. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That's how that's how WWE could actually redo that. Have Stone Cold Steve Austin come in and give him <laughs> every one of Everybody. Okay. Okay. Well, sorry about it. Let me uh, give you just a second here while we get. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, JD. Uh, what character did Michael J. Fox play in Back to the Future? What was the question again? What character did Michael J. Fox play in Back to the Future? Hello, McFly. Hello, McFly. Think, McFly. Think. That's it. <laughs> that's a, that's exactly right. Yeah, Marty McFly. That's it. Nobody. Calls me. Okay. Okay, John. Here is here is your question. This is one. This is one that was had to do with a question that you just had a couple minutes ago. What okay. film followed? Okay, listen very carefully. What film 
follow the career of athletes Eric Henry Liddell and Harold Abrams? Uh, the Olympics. Sorry, sir. That is a good guess. Actually, like I said, that follows on that same question that I asked you here before. The answer is chariots of fire. Good guess there, John. Very good guess indeed. Uh, let's see here. All right, J, uh, John, JD, here you go here, bud. Uh, set, set in a Los Angeles office building, the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever is the basis for what film? What's the question? 1979 office, however. No, no, no. no. Hold on. Are y'all having Sorry. trouble hearing me? Because I'm saying this. Is no, I can, I can hear you fine. I just want to make sure you said this right. So, 1979 okay, movie. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. Set okay. in, a, in a Los Angeles office building, the 1979 novel Nothing Lasts Forever is the basis for what film? The Towering Inferno. That's a good answer. And JD, you'll kick yourself in the head when I tell you. It was the basis for Die Hard. Die Hard. I, I didn't know that. Huh? First time for everything. Should have known that. Nothing. So, so, so try to find a copy of that book and you'll know that, that, that that's what started Die Hard right there was that book. All right. All right. All right. Uh, John, here you go. In what film... Does a disturbed romance novel enthusiast say, I am your number one fan? Um, Misery? Very hard. You got it. Misery. James Conn and Kathy Bates. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right, uh, J.D. Who was the first voice to play Indiana Jones, but he missed out due to other commitments? Uh, I'm going to say Jack Nicholson. That's a good answer. And he, but the answer here, and he, and I, I did not know this either. I did not ever hear this. Believe it or not, the first choice to play Indiana Jones, but missed out due to other commitments, Tom Selleck. Huh. I did not know that. He would have done a good I. Indiana Jones. Yeah, that would have been interesting. been interesting to see that. And, of course, you know, ultimately went to uh, Harrison Ford, yes. Okay. All right, John, who is, who is Ben-Hur's rival in the great chariot race? Um, let's see. I want to hear Keith Spartan. Who knew where Keith Spartan is? I don't know. Uh, JD, you want to take a quick, you want to take a crack at this one? What's the question? 
Who is Ben-Hur's rival in, in the great chariot race? Oh, Charles, I should know this. I can't remember. What the heck was that? I give up. Masala. Oh, okay. Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and finish off this page. Maybe we'll end it for the day here. Um, JD, here is yours right here. What Marlon Brando film was widely banned. Last Tango in Paris. Got it. That's not bad, JD. Um, John, what was the last of the five Dirty Harry movies? Okay. Dirty oh, Harry. Yep. Magnum Force. Yep. The Enforcer. Yep. Sudden Impact. And yep. the Deadpool. Ding! So the so the last so, so the last one was the last one was the last one was the last one. Yep. Which actually that was actually the film they compared. Did y'all know that? Yeah. That was the first movie he did was the Deadpool. He played that rock and roll uh singer. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right, J D. What year what what year was Clint Eastwood's first Spaghetti Western made? 1964. Got it. That's it. 1964. Okay. Okay, John. What movie included the following cast? What movie starred all five of these men? I don't know. John, do you want to take a crack at it? What's the question about the cast? Okay. What movie included the following five men? James Gardner, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, Donald Pleasance, and James Coburn. The Magnificent Seven. That's a good answer. The answer is The Great Escape. The Great Escape is in on that darn it. Do, do, okay. do, do, right, that's do, all we got here for the night there. Gentlemen, anything you wish to add before we close up shop for the night? Uh, no, sir. Debate will be okay. interesting. We'll talk about uh, this Saudi Arabia show. Is it worth it? And also, we will talk a little bit about the new IWGP U.S. champion who shocked the world this morning, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call him, defeating Juice Robinson. Was it a good move? And does IWGP have a future into getting to bed with AEW by sharing talent and also shows? We'll decide it, and we'll tell you about it here shortly. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, John, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Have a good night there. We'll talk to you later on Revolution there, John. 
<clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Human Suplex Machine, John Grosser. Thank you very much. Of course, JD, thank you as well. On that note, folks, let's, uh, we thank you very much for listening tonight to episode 156 of Outside the Ropes. Once again, our sorry for the start, the, for the for the late start. But like I said, um, whenever the whenever um, the weather can pop, a lot, a lot of other things get get to you sometimes that can't help it, but to just let let it go, let it fly, and all that stuff. So, as they say. <clears throat> so, we're ladies and gentlemen, tonight we will, of course, uh, coming up in about twenty minutes. Don't forget WWS Wrestling Debate. JD mentioned one one three nine nine two five pound. And then, of course, Revolution coming up, of course, episode 679 will be coming up here, of course, from 9 to 11. Our live video feed comes to us from uh, uh, Lucha U.S. Ultimate Underground, as we'll be talking about what took place uh, last night on SmackDown Live, in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, and, of course, what sort of impact did last night's SmackDown have, will have, this on this coming Friday's Super Showdown. Uh, it's kind of an interesting thing here. J.D. will have some other interesting tidbits here as well, of course, including the little thing he just mentioned about uh, John Moxley, of course, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, winning the IWGP United States title. So there'll be a lot of interesting points here, uh, discussions here indeed. So uh, we'll bring that all here to you at 9 o'clock. Uh, 138055-pound, be sure to join us for that. Outside the road, also, I do want to thank uh, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel for joining us for a short time. We apologize for, uh, of course, like I said, not getting a chance to really talk to him but we do thank you for popping on here for a short time here as well. Outside the Ropes, episode 156 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. We'll join you here, of course, in about 20 minutes with that WWS Wrestling Debate. And then, of course, we'll join you here at 9 o'clock for 679 of Revolution. <clears throat> Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring and also on the red carpet, by the way. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless. And, folks, for everything going on in the world of pop culture, wrestling, and other points in between, this is, of course, as always, the WCWS Radio Network. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk at you here on Wrestling Debate and Revolution. Take care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.